Ta-da! Welcome back to another brand new episode of Nothing Important Podcast. Your host, Matt Reyes. Um, bad time for a motherfucking adlet. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. No, yeah, everybody talking about the same thing. I, I, I was intending not to talk about uh, the murder of one of the members of Migos. Just for the simple fact that you hear it everywhere. I'm seeing it everywhere. Horribly tragic event, but I don't want to be part of the fucking echo chamber. But I'm talking about it already, aren't I? Just because I made that sound effect. The um, and they was kind of famous for that. They was famous for the, you know, raindrop, drop top, hot top, bleep, all that shit, you know. Um, horrible thing that happened. I'm not really like a fan of the Migos. They got hits. They would they I like the hits. The hits were good. Allegedly, there, you know, two members of the band were in Houston and they were playing dice at like four or five in the morning. And it was like some private event. This is all was being reported so far. There's actual footage of it too. It's really fucking it's rough. But they were shooting dice and doing all this shit and I guess some jokes were being made with some people that I don't know if they were familiar with or they weren't familiar with them. Somebody was motherfucking trigger happy. Somebody was motherfucking trigger happy. I was talking to my girl about it. It's just like a shocking thing. You know, you, you 28-year-old guy did not portray himself as like some fucking super gangster nigga. Like he was not, you know, a rowdy, loud individual. Seemed like a laid back dude. 28 years old, very young. And immediate response, I was talking to my girl about it. I was like, yo, Houston is one of those cities. Like, my girl grew up in the Bronx. She's from Trinidad. So firstly, you know what I'm saying? Fuck, come on. But uh, <laughs> she grew up in the Bronx and she grew up in Brooklyn. She split her time between those two places uh, growing up. First couple years that she was in America. Not a couple years, probably like 10 years. First 10 years she was in America. She was in in the Bronx. You know how that go. And then um, she moved to Brooklyn. You know how that go. And I'm from Harlem. You know an angle. You know what I mean? So we know rough neighborhoods. When we moved to Los Angeles, the first neighborhood we worked, we we lived in was called Rampart Village, which was next to Echo Park, a very famous hood-ass park in Los Angeles. MacArthur Park. Excuse me, I said Echo Park. MacArthur Park, um, very famous hood ass, you know, full of homeless people park in Los Angeles. Then we moved to South Central. We lived in South Central for the, the longest period of time, for like a two year stint. We lived in South Central in Los Angeles. And so we know, we know hoods. We've been to many major cities around this country. And when you go to a city, that has a large urban population. There's this thing that happens. It's like a competition, like a cock measuring competition between niggas from the hood. Like, nah, my hood is real. Niggas get killed here every day. And you hear that in every major city in America. There's some cities in certain states that they're not lying when they say that shit. <laughs> like Atlanta's one of those places that I'm not saying it's not dangerous here. I imagine crime is incredible. Um, but we're talking about like relative, 
You know, you can't be from Atlanta and then go to a place like, let's say, Oakland and think that, you know, what 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 a real hood it has in store. Atlanta got crazy hoods. People's toting guns. I know niggas get shot in the highway. I understand there's, you know, drug activity. There's gangs, all that and all that and all that. But it's just, it's different in some places. You know, and Houston is one of those quiet places. When people talk about Houston, people ain't saying like, yo, Houston, you got to be careful. It's just implied. You know that about that city. And um, even that much more that they don't have to, you know, walk around talking about it. Like, yeah, man, it go like, you just, you should know. Houston is a place, you know, you know, what's the greatest indicator that, you know, you're in the fucking hood or it's like a real dangerous hood is the amount of energy leading up to something tragic happening. And I think that was really forthcoming in the video that they posted online. They posted a video where some guy is having like a 30 second back and forth argument with Quavo. And the sad thing about this interaction is that Quavo was the bigger man. He's like, man, you know, fuck this, man. We out of here. We out of here. You know, he had the the... The adult, he, he was the bigger man in that situation. He had a, the adult mentality to say, yo, this is not worth it. We getting real money. Why, why am I arguing with this guy over what the fuck are we arguing about? And back to the point of what I was trying to say, when you're in a real hood, there's not a lot of indication from shit to go from zero to 100. It's just like a, it's a light switch. And that's what the fuck happened. This nigga just pulled out his pistol and clap, 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 clap. After, you know, Quavo squash or shit. He was like, yo, I don't even want to, you know. You know, it's tragic. Tragic situation. This shit happens a lot. This shit happens too much. Too much. And then you hear the echo chamber online. It's like every older person, every person around my age, everybody want to chime in and start giving their two cents and stuff like that. And some of these individuals actually from the hood, a lot of them are not... And it's just this fucking, it's rhetoric after a while. We need to stop doing this in the community. And this needs to stop happening. And this is whack. And the only thing that confuses me about that is like everybody's along with the ride when the entertainer is spewing poisonous narratives. When the entertainer is debasing the actual culture, everybody's along with the fucking ride. All celebrities is rocking with the person that got the hit that they talking about. I'm going to pull out my gun and I'm going to spray you in your face and I sell crack to people's mothers and all this shit, right? <laughs> everybody's along with the fucking ride. It's all cute. Niggas is walking a red carpet. Everybody got their fucking fashionista outfits on and shit. You know, looking all cute in front of the cameras. Everything is sweet when that is... You know, to me, it's always been a very offensive thing. I grew up in the projects in an environment that was, there was nothing about it that mirrored entertainment. <laughs> it was very clear to me and the people I grew up with that that was the television and what was going on in the hood was a fucking horror story. It was not nice. And so I I didn't, I never really tapped into that. You know, people making pop songs, referencing this part of the culture that's really sick and it's fucked up. 
And it causes a lot of damage to a lot of lives. A lot of damage. Even if you're not the person that's in front of the gun. Even if that person is not a direct relative to you. God, God bless the dead in every situation, including this situation in particular. But when you grow up in an environment where that is a norm, that does something to you. That you got to, as you become an adult, it becomes your responsibility to work that out. And society at large don't care if you got issues because you witnessed a lot of horrible shit. That's just the way it is. So I never was really on that wave of like when an artist or an entertainer, big air quotes, comes out and they're perpetuating a narrative that is counterproductive to the community, that is poisonous, that is heinous, that is influential to children in the wrong direction, whether that be sexually, whether that be violence, whether that be just ignorance, things that are not organic to the community, but kind of like introduced and then become a, not a natural thing, but a, a common thing because people idolize to entertain us. Everybody want to rock with that, but then when something happens that is reflective of, let's say, the culture or the music, then it's, oh, this shit is whack. You know, we got to stop doing this, that, and the third. It's like, yo, when the money's getting passed around, everybody's cool with it. You know, we can't just cry because the rapper gets shot. We got to be honest about that. We can't just cry because the rapper gets shot. You know what I mean? Once again, all respect to this individual. I don't know him. Wasn't really a fan of the Migos. It's a horrible incident. I don't. I think he was a victim 100%. I don't think from the video that I saw that they were antagonizing at all. And especially the individual that passed, he was just chilling the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? He was just all ears. And he unfortunately got hit with a straight bullet. That's not the point I'm trying to make. I'm not trying to talk about this situation in particular. I'm saying the echo chamber. When you you online and you see all these people that want to chime in and and give their you know advice, it's advice time. Somebody died, and now it's advice time about the the larger culture. And I'm like, ah, ah, it's a little exhausting to hear that shit over and over again. It's like nobody cares when somebody's talking about murder on a record because I guess it's out of sight, out of mind. Them right. You don't get to see how that music affects the people who are trapped in the environments. The ones who are influenced by that music and are acting it out because they're lost and they wasn't raised right. And they don't have any point of reference in this in this life. They don't live in a reality. They're 100% in the motherfucking matrix. They're in a deep illusion. And the only point of reference that the puppets that they have, the shadows that they have to learn from are caricatures. Spewing these narratives that are violent or degrading, you know? Tough topic, you know? It's, it's also interesting as well, like the collective almost defends and will put a wall up. Anytime anyone has a critique against like a popular artist and their music, everybody wants to deflect and say, oh, it's not the artist. It's the people, it's the community, it's the ills of society, it's this, that, and the third. This is not a racial thing that I'm talking about. I'm talking about, I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it motherfucking real. Because <laughs> I can do that because I lived it. Because I was a victim of it. I could understand when people get offended from 
individuals who don't know. But it feels like the defense of ignorance comes from individuals who are not from the hood. Where I'm from, people know this shit is fucked up. They'll tell you it's wrong. It's wrong. But it's reality for us. So, you know, I'm just I'm just being honest about it. It's like I don't get that shit, man. I can't I can't watch this young man who's innocent get murdered and then go online and be like, yo, that was some sucker shit. That was some, yo, we need to stop doing this and become an activist all of a sudden. And I don't know his music. I don't really listen to their lyrics like that. I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm going to make you that motherfucking promise. I don't. <laughs> it's not my type of shit. But to be real, like, where's all that activism to prevent? I feel like in the past, there was like a more... There was, there was a bigger vetting process for people to just say they're part of the culture. You know? Like, you have to get verified like he's actually from the hood. And they're not just out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what the whole movie New Jack City was for. Anybody seen New Jack City? <laughs> that movie was trying to illuminate that Nino Brown was a bitch. That we shouldn't look at a Nino Brown as a hero... Because the nigga was handing out turkeys in Harlem. Because he was the force behind the problem that was that was causing in a certain uh in a certain way. It was definitely one of the factors behind the ugly, heinous conditions that these people were living in in his community. And I've experienced that shit firsthand. I'm gonna be a motherfucking witness. This is my testimony. Everybody is brainwashed to talk about don't snitch. And you can't judge people that's in the street. Don't talk about it. Don't address it. That's all childishness. That's that's all that is. Because all those people who are adhering to those rules, but not in the street life, you just, you a sucker. Because you, you're a victim in your own community. Let's be fucking real. Gangsters do exist. But when you go to the projects, it's mostly old women, old men, and children. That's what the majority of the population is. Parents, grandparents, and children. People who's not involved in the street, but they still got to play by those same rules. It's corny. That's corny. I'm not saying everybody operates the same way. I'm just talking from my personal experience. It's a fucked up mentality. And I can't be one of those people that, that then hops on social media or uses whatever little fucking platform I have to try to now like... Oh, we got to stop doing this now. It's like, yo. Nobody cares <laughs> when the song is hot. Nobody cares. You know, it broke my heart. An artist that I did listen to that, that, that got killed, got murdered in a city that is known for that shit. Los Angeles. Pop Smoke, when he got killed, that shit was crazy. It was crazy. Pop Smith, Pop, Pop Smith, who the fuck am I talking about? Uh, Pop Smoke, <laughs> Pop Smith. <laughs> the fuck is he a pilgrim? No. Um, Pop Smoke, not John Smith, not the nigga that was raping po Pocahontas. Pop Smoke, when he got murdered in the Hollywood Hills, um, everybody didn't care about 
gun violence when he was talking about it. And I'm a fan of the, the young man was talented like a son of a bitch, man. He was fucking incredible. He was gifted. He was gifted. But I think there's this big issue where people don't have a problem. When, it, when it's entertaining, there's no rules. There's no ramifications. There's no consequences. There's no vetting. The second... Something happens to that entertainer, all of a sudden we have a conscience. I have a, it, that gets me itchy. That makes me bothered. Because I, would, I, I never became a fucking rapper. I'm not on the stage making millions and millions of fucking dollars off of the pain that I experienced. I just had to experience pain and a big factor in that pain and miseducation and perpetuated ignorance is the music industry. Let's be fucking honest. You want to get into the nitty gritty and blame it on the producers or record executives? Do so. But we cannot lie like that shit is not influential. When niggas put me in a gang against my fucking will when I was six, seven years old. You know what I mean? That was influence from music directly. It was 100%. I remember the shit. <laughs> the, two hot pe- the two hot groups at the time was G Unit and Murder Inc. And it was like, yo, we gonna make we we making a gang murder unit. And it was like, yo, who's gonna be the first to get jumped in? I'm like, nah, I don't wanna be in that shit. My father was a fat baby. He told me all about that. I was trying to stay away from it. And then some other kid was like, yeah, I volunteer. He's like, oh since you volunteer, you don't gotta get jumped in. And everybody else got jumped. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's how that shit went. But I'm 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 a living example that I'm I know that that shit is part of it. Influence is so high on the totem pole. The influential people that the youth is paying attention to. That shit is so high in the totem pole and people want to make it this, that, and the third. And I I get it. Like I hear a brilliant young mind like Kendrick Lamar defend that it's not the music, that racism is systemic. What he was talking about is 100% fucking right. But we also have to say like, yo... We can't be hypocrites about this shit. If we love murder and violence and not snitching on criminals, even if you're not in the fucking street, which that's not even how that works. People are so stupid. They're not talking. Oh, I'm not going to snitch. I'm not going to snitch. And they never sold drugs in their fucking life. They never had a fist fight. It's like, oh, God, what are you <laughs> What are you doing? You're not snitching, bro. You better go snitch. You better call the cops. They're going to come back for more. They're going to come back for more. Um. So stupid and just like it's echo chambers. It's just fucking people that don't even know why they're saying the things that they're saying. They're just repeating narratives without any experience, any firsthand experience. I could I I feel so free to talk on these topics because it's not opinion that I'm leading with. I'm leading with experience. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, freedom of speech. I'm I'm a big believer in freedom of speech. Even when it is negative toward myself, even if it's to my detriment, even if it's people weaponizing language and being racist and pompous and all the things that exist, regardless if we filter them out of this, out of language or not, if we censor the shit out of words, these things still exist in this country. I believe that that is the price we have to pay for everybody to be able to talk. I'll take it. I'll take it. Bad words. I'll take it. I'll even take 
regular ass racism. You know what I mean? If somebody own a company and they're Caucasian or they're Asian or they're they're not me, and they don't like me's, they don't like Puerto Ricans. That they should be allowed to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they should be allowed to not have to hire my ass. I would respect so much more a world where I go to the fucking job interview and I go, okay, uh, Mr. O'Brien, um, you know, I'm qualified, this, that, and the third. Here's my resume. And he goes, I don't hire spicks. I'll shake that nigga's hand and say, you saving me time, bro. Like You kept it 100% real. I'm not going to go cry. I'm not going to go fucking turn around and talk to somebody and tell. Like, we're adults. We're adults. That's such a clear, upfront interaction. And people would rather somebody hire them and torture them <laughs> for 25 years because they hate spicks. Like, what is, what is the fucking logic here? But, um... Yeah, I believe in freedom of speech. I'm 100% behind that shit. Um, I forgot what the point I was trying to make with freedom of speech. But... Oh, yeah, 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 but I'm not speaking from just the freedom of speech. Like, I think I could just say all the radical shit that I, I want to say. I'm talking from, like, I, I, I'm allowed. I think people who talk on topics like this should get no fucking backlash. If they've experienced it, who the fuck could tell me about it? Who the fuck could tell me about what, what I'm saying? The only people that could, could interject and critique and have a conversation that I would allow in my lifetime, you would have to have been there and felt that shit. You didn't get your ass whooped. You don't, you don't know what crack smell like when it's, when it's fucking coming out of your bathroom. You don't know what it's like when you put in tickets in the projects and they don't they don't fix the apartment. And there's a hole in the wall. You don't know what it's like to fucking fight every day. You don't know what that shit is like. You can't talk to me about that shit. I'm not hearing it. I don't care what the, the consensus is, what they saying on the news or the, the person who's the leader in the black community or the Spanish community, the urban community. I'm not. I don't care. I don't care. I'm not listening to it. I won't. There's no way for that person to know. There's no way for that fucking person to know, man. But we live in a time where Bill Gates makes computer chips and now he's telling niggas about vaccinations. So I guess if you're popular, <laughs> you give your opinion on shit you have no experience about. That's okay. I'm just not going to fucking listen. Fuck that. Eight doobies to the face, nigga. Fuck that. I'm not doing it, man. That's why I even said with the Kendrick Lamar thing, like he came out with that album, Damn. And I had a lot of problems with that album, ladies and gentlemen. You know, maybe I wasn't grasping what he was trying to do. He's a, he's, he's a genius. But when Kendrick Lamar speaks... Even if he says some Kanye level shit, which he's never done that, but if he did come out and start saying Kanye level shit, he gets the pardons. Kanye don't get the pardon because Kanye didn't grow up like that. Yes, he is a black man. Yes, it is difficult to be a black man in America. Yes, he started from the bottom and went to the motherfucking top, but people don't understand 
the actual bottom in his country. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? His mother was an educator. He lived abroad. He had a different childhood. A guy like Kendrick Lamar could come out tomorrow and say some wild shit, and I'm turning my face because he 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 went through the shit. Because he went, he experienced the the nastiness that this country has for certain people. And so that that's what you know qualifies somebody being able to talk on all sides of it, you know. Well, myself, I don't come out here and just give my opinion on this stuff. Once again, RIP to the young man who was killed. But what everybody's doing is bullshit. Somebody need to fucking talk about it. Everybody's coming out there. We need to stop this in the community. Stop pump popping the fucking so stop pumping these songs in your car and advertising and interviewing these niggas and, and holding them up. The only black people in America that could be fucking successful in entertainment got to talk about killing people. Nobody want to talk about that? Don't care if it's your truth or not. I'm talking about the hypocrisy here. And I'm not wrong. And I also lived that shit. I also was a victim of it. What the fuck are you going to tell me? You know? I, I don't care. As I sip my motherfucking echinacea tea, you know what I'm You make it in your system going. Um... <laughs> Harlem is a funny place to grow up in, man. Because people don't know. It's gangsters over there. You catch some gangsters that is super health conscious. Like, I'm talking about niggas that is grimy. I'm from... They, people... I, I, was at, I was at the comedy club on Sunday. And there was this guy. He's from Atlanta, but he lives in New York. He's pursuing a career in comedy. And he lives in Harlem. He was talking about how gentrified... Harlem is. He did these jokes. It was funny as fuck. I was sitting there slapping my knees. <laughs> he was talking about 125th Street. He was like gangster niggas be in front of Victoria's Secrets and Whole Foods. I was like, this is funny. This is funny because that's true. That's the West Side. I'm not from the West Side. The East Side has not been touched by. <laughs> it's not been polished by a motherfucking toothbrush. It hasn't. It hasn't been. It's still fucked up. I'm not from the west side. There's no gentrification that is helping the east side for a long time. They're trying. Nah. It's fucked up over there. But um, point of what I was saying, I was like, you see some gangster niggas, like grimy gangsters that be health conscious. And that's fucking funny. <laughs> somebody won't hesitate to murder, but then they talking about like fucking ginger shots and stuff like that. And they go to the fucking juicers and shit. It's just hilarious. It's uh, health conscious gangsters. But even those people, go catch us as a health conscious gangster. Like a nigga that's in the streets that take care of his body, take care of his family, and know why he's in the street. He's not in the street because he's glorifying it. He's doing it because that's the route. There was no other options for that individual. Go go have a conversation with that individual and ask him if the music is poisonous. And that motherfucker that does what they claim they do in the songs will sit sit down with you and have an intelligent conversation and tell you that that music is poison. I'm not talking about the Migos. I think they were pop artists. I don't think what they were saying, anybody was really hyping themselves up. I don't think niggas was doing drive-bys listening to the Migos. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> This is not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is like, keep the same energy. Tragic that this young man died, but nobody cares when 
non-famous black and Hispanic men is killing each other. And before they go and they commit those murders, what they listening to? The music that everybody's like, oh, this is the shit. But what are they talking about? Shit that a lot of these individuals is pumping this shit up. You don't know about. You don't know what it's like. The shit is not nice. It's not nice. <laughs> it's not nice. If you had the best childhood in my community growing up, the best, meaning your parents were not on drugs, your house was clean, uh, your parents were educated, they just didn't have a lot of money, and they lived in East Harlem, you um, you had food, you had clothing. This is all rarities. These are oddities. These are outlier qualities from where I come from. Everybody was fucked up. But let's say you were the one kid that wasn't fucked up. Your family had a car. You know what I'm saying? You always had groceries. You know, nothing was wrong with you and your household and your family. That kid growing up where I grew up is still fucking traumatized from all the ass whoopings, from having to walk to school and getting violated. Because where I'm from, the gangsters get violated. Get violated. Get violated. Get fucked up bad, baby. <laughs> get fucked up bad. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people, they be talking about this shit like they, they know what the fuck is. No, it's, it's not. It's not cool. It's not a, it's not a rap song. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. And I'm not going to be one of those guys. It's like, yo, RIP, we need to make the changes now. Like, no, nobody gave a fuck. Nobody was looking at us when we was self-imploding, when the city was burning my whole childhood and probably even worse now. Nobody gives a fuck about that. They just care about the, the one artist. It's silly to me. And once again, all, all condolences to that man and his family. I don't think that situation is what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the everybody jumping on the bandwagon. I know why they're doing it. You know, I'm 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 falling into the clickbait. I'm not saying no names, but I know why those individuals are doing it. They're doing so because it's part of the news cycle. We've been trained as Americans to follow the lead of Fox and CNBC. And so they don't give a fuck. They have no type of morals. There's no soul in that. That industry is 100% if it's a story and people will watch, put that motherfucker on. Blur the, the bitch getting raped, but put the rape video up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't give a fuck what they post. They just trying to get eyeballs. And that's what people have turned into in the pursuit of getting popular on social media or with their, their passions and promoting and all that other shit. That's just what it is, right? I think there's like a, you know... Like reposting that man's video of him laying there dead. A little much. little much. This is coming from a guy who watches people abroad get obliterated on Reddit all fucking night. I'm a sick bastard. I watch a lot of that shit. Um, coming from me, it's like, yo, I'm not going to use that as the... This might be the one that pops. I'm going to make the real about, <laughs> about a dead guy. Um, yeah. I think everybody got the fucking point. Did I drill it down? Did I drill it down hard enough? Did I did I drill it down hard enough? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to continue drinking my tea, get my motherfucking immune system right. Health. Healthy. Healthy lifestyle. That's what my spirit is calling. Ladies and gentlemen, when you're going through this thing we call life, one of the most important things that you have to remember, there's a lot of noise around you. There's a lot of things that are moving very quickly. 
you might feel a lot of things. Never stop listening to the little voice on the inside. You can call it whatever the fuck you want. You can call it intuition. You could call it your heart. You could call it a demon. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. Stop. Don't ever stop listening to that little voice because that little voice would direct you. Not where the pot of gold is. Not to go chasing waterfalls, ladies and motherfucking gentlemen. I'm not talking about fantasies. You go do that yourself. You go chase those motherfucking American fantasies yourself. What I'm talking about are the things that will put you in homeostasis and equilibrium. Your little voice knows best. And right now, my little voice is telling me, Matt, I love you. Get healthy. And I'm like, okay. Okay. So I'm about to get on my motherfucking grind and get healthy. And my goal Ladies and gentlemen, I don't got a number. I don't got a time limit for how long I'm going to sustain. I did the sober October thing. I'm going to probably continue going with that, you know, but that's a that's a prerequisite. That's not the intention here. I'm going to I want to transform motherfucking form. I'm ready to transform. I'm ready. I'm, I feel like a it's like a hunger to feel the pain. That's what I like. I want it. And so um I'm not even going to talk my shit about it. I'm just going to do what I know I'm, I'm going to do. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are a listener to the Nothing Important Podcast on a daily basis, look at you. Look at you, motherfucker. Look at you. Um, you're not alone, and your community will continue to grow. This is just the beginning. Buckle up, bitch. Thank you, though. Thank you. I appreciate you. Go on to my Instagram I'm learning to love Instagram. Maybe I'm just stop stopping my negative perspective of the planet. Maybe I'm growing as a human being. Maybe that's possible. Maybe we need to give people the opportunity for growth. I'm a young man. Not getting any younger. Might as well continue motherfucking growing. I appreciate you guys rocking with me. Go on to my Instagram. Rock with me a little bit harder. Pause. Follow me on Instagram. Go over to the post. Go over to the reels in particular. Laugh. Get a fucking laugh. Laughing is positive. Laughing is beautiful. That's one of the most beautiful gifts we have in this motherfucking lifetime. I still scientifically don't know what a laugh is. It's just like crying. Like, why do we have these physical reactions? Your body is expelling water when you're sad and it's convulsing when you're happy. Who knows? It's part of the cosmic comedy. Embrace it. Until next time.